over to your page if you so like. All right, okay. it says we are live. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello. I don't know what time you're going to happen to see this, but guys, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Nicole, and I am here with my girlfriend, my friend, my buddy, my pal, my fellow coach, um, first lady, kingdom coach, best-selling <laughs> author, and so many other things, Miss Precious Flowery. And I'm so excited because we've been saying we were going to do this and do this and do this. And of course, before we went live, we back here chopping it up. Um, but this is <laughs> lady guys and you know how it is coaches get together when two girl pals get together so much information is going forward but i told i said hold on we got to go ahead and press live so we're doing a live recording this is actually episode 67 of the erica speaks like podcast the podcast is on all of your favorite podcast platforms um normally when i do live i don't call it a, a podcast but God corrected me and he let me know that I wasn't being a good steward of what he has blessed me with. And so I'm here and I'm live and I see some people chiming on. Guys, if you are live with us, hashtag live. If you are catching the replay, hashtag replay, but definitely say hello so we'll know that you're here. Hit the share button. Guys, when you hit the share button, it has nothing to do with me, but it does have everything to seem to do with my ghost and who you're sharing, my guest, my ghost, my guest and who you're sharing it with. Because we just really want to encourage motivate and inspire someone right because i just feel like we're coming into the end of the year and people are getting stressed out especially women right we're in transition we're like oh my god i i don't know where i'm at with my goals i didn't get things done like i said i was going to get done well we're just here to remind you that it's not too late so for those of you that do not know precious is actually a co-author with me we did mm -hmm. a book the visionary author Paula Lorraine, right? Put together the book. I can't show mine. She put together this book, right? The precious one of the authors. The name of this book is If Resilience Was a Person. So if you want to purchase this book, you can purchase one for Precious or you can purchase one for myself. Precious's information is actually in the comments, in the show notes, because I do want people to connect with her because she has something inside of her that you guys need. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about this book. We actually just had um, an event here in the Midwest City area a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was called, I always mess this up, uh, Beauty, Books, and Brunch, or Beauty, Books, and Brunch. I don't even think the yeah. end is in there. It was an amazing, amazing event. Your girl got to rock the mic. Y'all know I love the MC, but just to see women sharing space, lifting each other up was the dopest thing. Like, I know my life is forever changed just from being there. Would you not agree? I agree. Um, it, it it opened my eyes to some things uh, and unlocked some things within me. So Yes, it was amazing. I know it. I know it. Uh-oh, I got some reverbs somewhere. All right, so share with the people. I told them a little bit about you. But like I said, when I was on stage, and I stand by this, there is something about a woman owning her space. And when I mean owning her space, I mean reading your own receipt. For some reason... Being a woman um, that is not afraid to dim their light, 
You know, we've always, women have always been um, in the backseat, period. Mm -hmm. You know, you see movies where the man is driving and his homeboy is in the front and the women's in the back. You see all these different ways that women had to fall back. I was actually reading a book today and it was talking about how the woman was actually the property of mm -hmm. the husband. Like the literal property. I'm like, say what? The property. And if the woman got anything due to an inheritance, it became the property of Absolutely. the husband. Like the woman had no identity. So I love to hear women read their own receipts. I love to hear women introduce themselves because it's not about pride. It's really about owning your space and owning the gift or the seed that God planted inside of you. Right. That's all it is about. And so tell the people who you are, tell the people what you do and tell them what you have to offer before we really get into today's conversation. <laughs> OK, so uh, I am uh, Precious Flannery. Um, some people call me Lady P um, because uh, I am married to a pastor of Kingdom Love uh, Outreach Internationals. Um, but um, I have two women's uh, ministries. I have uh, the treasure box, which is uh, dealing with um, the, it was in my single season when God gave it to me and it was dealing with the healing process um, because we know that the Bible says where uh, what flows out of your heart is the issues that you deal with. So getting the heart back right, that's what the treasure box is, is what, is what you love, is what you treasure. And so, and that's what you keep in your heart. And so it's about uh, going through that uh, healing journey because it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, the different hurts that we experience, you know, you, you have to face all that hurt. Otherwise, it's like a, um, a wound that keeps seeping out. And it can seep out in anger, in depression, frustration, um, lack of self-worth so uh that's what um i do with the the treasure box and i have a group on facebook which calls uh which is called heart to heart and we go through the the healing process now my my ultimate love is i am her found and uh, i am her found is one getting to know the her that's in you and what is the her that virtuous woman. You know, we, we've heard so many myths about the virtuous woman and it's all about um, how she ran the household. But in reality, she was a businesswoman. That she did. And she had, she delegated the, the household chores, the, the cooking, the cleaning. Um, and, but her mind was business. She, she had ships and and she had different businesses and, and the people loved her, but not only loved her, but loved her husband because of her good works. See, cause you know, we know the Bible says that he that find a wife find, uh, uh, finds a good thing to obtain favor from the Lord. Well, we are her, we are that virtuous woman um in different shapes and form we are her but it's getting to know the her that's in us because a lot of times we don't know ourselves because we we um 
are so busy worried about everybody else and making sure everybody else is good that we never take the time to make sure that we're good. So it's becoming the best version of her, which is the best version of you. I am not what your mama said, not what your daddy said, not what uh, your pastor said, not what who did God say you are. Because why he said we are beautifully and wonderfully made, but this is the thing that a lot of people don't get: we're made in His image, not in our mama's image, not in not in um, the woman we idolize. Because we're all different, we're all gifted, and we're all unique. So it's it's adapting our uniqueness and running with it. So. Girl, you I want to take off one knee because you are setting my soul on fire. You got my baby over here leaping inside of me because most people miss that about Proverbs 31 woman. And that's why I love her so much because she was a bad girl. Ma'am. Like, like she was a bad girl. She had a team. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just her. She had a team and she was handling the business. Mm -hmm. and did it gracefully that's the part she did it gracefully and my, and that's my thing is I want to be able to walk in that grace well I absolutely doing it um you know I met you on Facebook long before I met you in person and since I met you in person we've been around each other multiple times now and when I think of grace you are that like you just moved with <laughs> grace. You just, you just appear to be that. And that is one of the reasons I absolutely had to have you on, not just for Oklahoma, but for the <laughs> listeners. Of course, guys, you know, when we wind it back, this is a live recording. Episode, <laughs> I want to say it's 65. I don't forgot now. Um, I think it's episode 65 of the um, Speak, uh, Speak Life with Erica Nicole podcast. <laughs> Normally, I do not take my live recordings that I do on live and YouTube and place them on the podcast. But God recently has redirected me to do it a little bit different. And so as I am following his lead, right, uh, Precious Lady P was on the list and here she is. And I'm excited because people need to know the gift of you. They need to know what you have to offer. And I truly believe there is something inside of you, right, that needs to be heard right now as mm -hmm. we're thinking the calendar year, right? Mm -hmm. when we're starting the Jewish year, yes. right? So it's so much happening right now. Right now in this time, it's so much movement going on and it's a lot of noise because those that operate on the calendar year are very concerned that they have not achieved mm -hmm things that they said they were going to achieve by the time this time came around right you know see, the I, stopped. I, I stopped going by the calendar see the, the thing the thing that i've learned is i don't care what what month it is what year as long as i'm in god's timing nothing beats his rhythm long as i'm not off beat i i i, I don't care i don't care because when you get in, when you get in that road, when you get in that rhythm, ain't nothing stopping you but you. That's it. That's it. That alignment. It's all about yes. that align with him. 
immediately yes. when you said that, I thought about, you know, when you're driving on the snow mm-hmm. and, you know, the snow, there's different lanes and the snow lanes are definitely not even lined up with regular lanes. And then here you have that, that those grooves where other cars have went, where God mm-hmm. has aligned something up for you. Right. And once you slide over into that rhythm, like you, it's slow and steady. It's slow and steady wins the race. And I really believe that the word says that God goes before us and makes every crooked path straight. Mm-hmm. And when we get on the path that he has laid out before us, he's going to work out all the kinks, the bumps, the obstacles that's mm-hmm. in front of us. That ain't even our business, Lady P. That's his business. Right there, that part. He's so worried about the wrong thing. The wrong thing. We all over here in Papa God's business, Daddy God's Mm -hmm. business, instead of letting him lead, guide, and direct, instead of trusting him, and in all our Mm -hmm. ways acknowledging him and not leaving and I'm, I'm rolling it together because it flows in my heart like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of not leaning not to our own understanding, how am I going to get the money to do this? How am I going to get this? How am I going to get Like we were just this morning, I'm telling you, I'd already shared this with Lady P. Miosha's on her. I shared it with Miosha. I was getting up this morning and God was like, I want you to start doing your lives from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A whole nother place that I never would have thought about. And the reason he wanted me to do it was this, right? He wanted to showcase the picture, the book. He had a vision. Mm-hmm. God gave you a vision. He will give you what you need to bring his vision, Jeremiah 29 and 11. I'm to prosper. That vision that God had when he put the seed inside of you. He will bring it to pass. He knew mm-hmm. that Lady P was going to be married to the pastor, even in your singleness. He bought yes. what they call the treasure box. Yes, that 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 was the treasure box. Yes, he put that inside of you because he knew, as a first lady, the influence, the anointing, the training. But now you can have your single women. You can help mm-hmm. us, single women, get healed, mm-hmm. walk in purity, and show up. So when God brings our mister, we are ready. Mm-hmm. Because whatever you don't address in your single season, baby, God will magnify in your married season. Big, big Lord. Big Lord. And then you try, you try, you trying to do that double time, trying to heal stuff on, on a fast track and, and still do, uh, show up in your marriage. It ain't gonna happen. Or thinking his job is to heal. That that too. His job is to heal. You taking your little traumas and your big traumas and all your bags of junk with triggers. He don't even know it's a trigger. Mm-mm. Stepping on landmines that he don't even know nothing about, and you looking at him crazy like, you know what you did. I'm okay. sorry, and I hate to say it, but I'm gonna keep it real because anybody know I was married for 25 years, and I've been unpacking this thing. But you mm-hmm. can't even submit to your Mister in the bedroom 
where the bed is supposed to be undefiled because you didn't heal before you became the missus to the mister. Because you up here still got soul ties and all that other stuff to all them other boobs to the boobs to the boobs to the boobs. But you wonder why you can't submit to the mister. Yeah, if we don't need the treasure box. And I ain't talking about the youngest. I'm talking about us old heads. Right. But I have, but then for the young girls, uh, God, uh, just this year I have been working on um, the I Am Her Etiquette School. So yeah. it's called I Am Her Etiquette Academy. And so when everybody think about the etiquette, um, like Etiquette Academy, Etiquette School, it was to prepare the young um, girls to be ladies and, and how to keep their house and keep their husband and all that other stuff. But God says, no, no, it's how to keep you. So that you know your worth, you know your value. And it, it ain't about entertaining somebody else. It's about entertaining God the right way. My God. She done preached a whole sermon. Did you say it was about keeping you? Mm-hmm. And the thing about that is immediately when you said that, I think about what, what we have going on right now, right? Goddessness, feminine mm -hmm. energy, all of these things. What really all it's about is about being a lady. Pairing mm -hmm. yourself as a lady. Handling mm -hmm. yourself as a lady. Presenting yourself as a lady. That's what Esther did in the word. Come on. Esther presented herself like a lady. That she was very powerful and, and didn't have to compromise her femininity. She didn't have to compromise. She didn't have to turn masculine. That's what the world has turned us masculine, where we have to be the dominant. No. And I'm learning that because I listen, I was a time, I grew up a tomboy, and my, my dad was uh the sole factor in my life besides my like my grandma and my and my cousin and they are very girly mm -hmm. i'm 38 and i'm just now getting girly like i had glimpse now it's like oh like the dresses like it was i was into the high heels and i wore the dresses but but it didn't become a part of me until this year wow i would have never known because every time I see you, I just see a softness. Not well, a I've always been that way, though. God woke my head. I don't want nobody to get it twisted. Ain't no punk in Lady P. Lady nobody. P is a gangster boo, and she can bring every down on your head. Right? Don't get it twisted about the mantle that she carries. Yet and still, when I see you, I see a softness a meekness right that knows how to execute in who she is i love it mm -hmm. i absolutely love it. oh my god hey paula you should have been on here with us girl you'll be on next week but yes like a gate like i just know you for who you are you mm -hmm. know call on to deep so i recognize you in the spirit realm so i would have never knew see mm -hmm. I'm, I'm older than you i'm 51 
Mm-hmm. And I really am just now really walking into my season of soft. Mm-hmm. Right? My season of softness because I was raised in masculine energy. Mm-hmm. So when you're raised, that's all you know. Mm-hmm. That is all you know. So mm-hmm. I get it. And I think a lot of us need that. We need to know we can be assertive. We okay. can handle the business. We can be a single mom. We can buy houses. We can do all that stuff. But that does not mean we have to be aggressive and operate mm-hmm. in masculine energy. You can still handle your business and remain in your femininity. Right? This, is, this is another thing I've learned is I don't have to address every issue that comes to me. That's good. You know who taught me that? Oh. Minister Prophetess Anisha uh, Alexandria. I think it's a, I think that's something she goes by. It's a prophetess Anisha Sharp. She said it years ago. Like everything does not have, you don't have to comment on it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to address it. And I, of course, am a recovery clapback queen. Right? So I'm going <laughs> to come for me. I'm going to come for you. I am learning to kick back. I am learning to let God fight my battle. I am learning that there is more said in my quietness mm-hmm. than, it's, than it's being said in all my loudness. I'm learning that at 51. I'm learning that everybody don't deserve my story or my side of the story of the things that's happened in my life. Because it don't matter. Mm-mm. It don't what matter. You, what you think and what you feel about me is between you and God and it ain't none of my business. Two and I'm learning that. What you got to say and what he got to say. All I got to worry about is what God got to say. Mm-hmm. That is it. Well, you know, I want to get into the tea. We got the book back here. Tell us without giving it away because guys, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, I want you to click the link. I want you to go to her website. I want you to purchase the book. I want you to get to know her, period. That's why I put it down there. That's why she's here, because she has something to offer. But without giving it away, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know you are an author, and I know there's more to come out of this gift called Lady P. Tell tell them just a little bit about your story. Well, first, tell them why. Why write the story, right? Why get in the book? Why even partner with uh, visionary author Paula Lorraine and the rest of us? Because it's a lot of us in this very powerful anthology. Well, um, that that's one of the things that God has given me as as a gift is to write, um, write stories, write poetry. I'm a writer. Um, when when I'm happy, sad, in between, I write. That's how I express my feelings outside of music. No, I don't sing, but outside of music. Um, but uh, the reason why uh, I decided to uh, jump on the project was um, I knew if I didn't jump in that the books that are sitting in my computer would never would never be published. That's good. That's good. Because within me, um, struggling with um like i told you earlier people don't want to hear what i have to say i'm used to people um trying to silence me trying to put me in a box and god says that's not how i created you i didn't create you in a box and so that was my jump into her 
That was my jump into her because I knew who I was. And the, but the thing about it was the people around me was not comfortable with her. So, but it's not my job to make people comfortable with me. Not at all. And, and my friend told me, um, she told me one time I was talking about, um, because I'm in the process of uh, finishing uh, The Grace of a Butterfly. And um, she was she was saying, she says, do you not know how many people is attached to you? And when you dim your light, you're telling everybody else around you that it's okay for them to dim their light. So I said, okay. Um, got introduced to uh, Miss Paula and um, I was like, you know what? Impulse, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm going to do it. And so um, when she gave us the different topics to do it, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. And um, so I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to tell. Like, I, I want to tell, but I don't want it in a book form. But then I was like, you know what? If I really call myself transparent, and if I really, if I really say that I am to help my sister and I'm my sister's keeper, then I have to tell. And and it don't have to be a tell-all. No. It, it's it's telling where God gets the glory, and that no one else gets the glory. And it's not about what what anybody did to me; it's how I grew from it. Because the things that the things that I've been through didn't make me, but they made me run more to God. They make me get a deeper relationship with God. That that made me seek Him more for myself than what what was being told to me or said to me. That made me find myself within Him. And now that I know that's the only way I would ever exists is in him. I got goosebumps. Like so um I don't talk too much. So going into um the story that I have in the book is called a, a butterfly effect. Um not gonna really talk about my story but I'm gonna talk about the butterfly. So we know that the butterfly goes through the different uh phases from the caterpillar, from crawling, struggling, and then going into the cocoon. Well, a lot of people don't realize this, in order for that, that caterpillar to turn into that butterfly, it goes down to a liquid form. And then in the end, he has to, or it has to fight its way out of that cocoon to become a butterfly. So he literally comes close to death to be this beautiful thing. And do you know that with being um, a Christian, we die to self in order to live for him? That's it. That that old man dies so that we can put on that new man. And that new man is so beautiful and, it, and it's graceful and it flies. 
and, and to me, butterflies, they spread love. And that's what we're called to do, is to spread the love of God. So if you don't know, I'm obsessed with butterflies. And you gave me a butterfly recently. Um, but um, it's because, you know, I had to, the, the pressures that I knew that the world conformed me to be, uh, that I believed who, who the world said I was instead of who God said I was, that um, God had to strip me back down to my foundation and build me over again. But, but this is the thing though. Um, the only difference between us and butterflies that in every season, God strips us down to that defective thing that we, that thing that we picked up that is not like him within that season and, and remote us. So it's like we go through that cycle through every season that we go, every lo level um, that we go, we go through that season. So yeah, I I'll leave it like that. <laughs> Girl, pass the holiday, the benediction, because the word has been released. That was so eloquently said and so beautiful. Um, because the butterfly is the epitome of beauty. Like mm -hmm. you see her all the time, but the story of the butterfly is mm -hmm. amazing. Um, I remember um, a dear friend of mine, uh, Dr. Leslie Reed told me the story about the butterfly. And what really intrigues me about the butterfly is, one, the butterfly cannot be released until mm -hmm. it's time. And can't nobody help the butterfly except itself mm -hmm. no one can help the butterfly get out of the cocoon the butterfly has to do its own work in its creator's timing mm -hmm. come who it was created to be and that's the very thing it goes back to like you still have time Yes, mm -hmm. we're in the fourth quarter of 2022. Yes, the 20, uh, 2023 is coming. Yes, we just entered the new year of the Jewish calendar. But if you are still living and breathing, you still have time to do the work and mm -hmm. be the gift that God called you to be. Oh, I'm so like I'm so overwhelmed. Look at that. Look at that. I know it's a Girl, I want to run a whole like lap, lay out over here on this floor, but ain't nobody over there to catch me and throw nothing over me and fit. Cause yeah. <laughs> so what is next for Lady P? What what is your next look like? What are you working on right now? Well, I'm working on a couple of things. Um like I, I mentioned to you before, um, working with the the study guide for uh, the story, um, uh, a butterfly effect. That's one. Um, I am before the end of the year. I'm going to do my own uh, book, um, and it's going to be um, a butterfly effect, where other women can get in and, and tell their story uh, about their transformation. 
Um, so I'm, I'm working um, on that. Um, I'm waiting for uh, Ms. Paula to get back with me so we can start that part. Um, but then um, I'm working on finishing uh, the grace of, uh, of a butterfly, which is dealing with brokenness, uh, boundaries, and balance. Um, so yeah, the three Bs, I call it the three Bs. Um, and then um, after that comes out, then um, I have another book that's going to be calling out, which is going to be called uh, The Marriage Playbook. So I, I'm working on that. Uh, God gave me uh, that. And then I have some some others. And um, I have uh, two journals that's going to be coming out before the end of the year. Um, trying to see what else. I've been busy. Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, yeah. I want to go back to it. You got a Facebook to me. Mm-hmm. There are women who want to know about your Facebook community. What is the Facebook community? Okay, so that is under the treasure box and it's called Heart to Heart. And it's um, just women going through their, their healing journey and not doing it alone. Oh, wow, this was amazing. I look so forward to um, seeing what you do in the next months, in the next year, in the next season, um, because you oh, definitely are. I got one more. Yes. The podcast. Um, so um, starting November um, on Anchor, it is um, I Am Her and She Is Me. So, um, and that uh, starts in November. Um, so I'm going to be uh, releasing that um, the first uh, Wednesday in November on Anchor. I, you know, I didn't got my uh, my believable juice, I guess you'll call it. Um, and I am moving forward with the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not risk, but yeah. Uh, it's it's been past time, um, and I'm I'm jumping. I've been doing a lot of jumping this year, so I'm gonna continue to jump. Oh my god! I'm so blessed that you jumped on this podcast with me because this was amazing. So, guys, you know this is the live recording. Yes, the resilience squad is in effect. Yes. Um, this was the live recording. The audio will be on the podcast platform on tomorrow morning. It drops at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. Lady P, thank you so much for gracing Speak Life with Erica Nicole with your presence. I feel you way over here. Like I feel you. Um, you are truly the epitome of the butterfly. And I can tell when someone has been gracefully broken for his glory and to mm -hmm. do the things you are called to do and you whoever i can't remember who you said told you that your friend or your cousin but she My is friend. right she is right you have um you got a responsibility to your light we all do mm -hmm. right and i'm gonna give you the same word that i gave paula because that word has sat with me mm -hmm. so much 
since I released that word to her because I had to grab that word for myself. Um, but it's Genesis 9 and 7. And it reads, you must have many children so that your descendants will live all on the earth. And that's the good news version. But a lot of times when we hear that, we just think of our physical babies. But that's not at all what God is saying. Yes, he wants mm -hmm. us to have babies, but also your descendants are those that you pour into. Mm -hmm. Those butterflies that you help release. And there is a plethora of young butterflies waiting to be touched by Lady P. And so I Give me the scripture you, again. Genesis 9 and 7. Okay. And I am so here for that and for what you are going to do. Well, like always, you you know you always got a seat over here on Speak Life with Erica Nicole podcast. You can always pull up a chair and give us what's next. Um, I cannot wait to celebrate your release of your podcast. Um, definitely Thank go you. get the playbook so I'll be ready for my next mister because yeah, I know you're coming. I'm believing in some supernatural yes. things that God is speaking. Um, so I'm excited. I'm just so excited. And I just, I celebrate you, my sister. I truly Thank celebrate you. you and who you are becoming. I'm so grateful our paths crossed. I am mm -hmm. just so grateful our paths crossed. So guys, we have been sitting here chopping it up with Lady P. Her comment, her um, website is down in the comment section on YouTube and on Facebook. It'll be in the show notes of the podcast when it drops tomorrow. All things Lady P, everywhere you can connect with her, we got it. Guys, hit the share button. Go connect with her. Get on her email list. Do whatever you got to do so you can be connected to keep up with what Lady P is dropping. Lady P, once again, I want to thank you. I want to thank, thank you, you for dropping my, my, my piece of the world and sharing <laughs> some time with you today. This was amazing. Like you really, oh man, what you said, I'm, I'm, I can't even, I can't even move past it. <laughs> I can't even move past that story because I get it. Like I get it. I always got it, but I get it because a mm -hmm. lot of times we don't want to be broken. We don't mm -hmm. want to um, go to that liquid form so we can be real back up because that breaking hurts. That mm -hmm. breaking is uncomfortable. That breaking can be embarrassing, right? Mm -hmm. That breaking takes you through some things and a lot of times we don't want to go. And then for uh, those of us that are involved in fishbowl ministry where everything we do got to be on front street, it, it's fun. Man. It's not fun. But it's for so his what the song say? Because singing ain't my ministry either. But the song say, for his glory, I'll do anything. For his glory. Right? And that's what this is all about. It's about him getting the glory out of this. And now that we have been gracefully broken and we went through our process and did our work, now it's our responsibility to go out and help our sisters do the same thing. Yes. Um, I, and then I want to say that... Um, I have been doing a tea time with Lady P, the first lady edition, because I feel like um, first lady in itself, it, it, it is a whole ministry and not anyone can, um, can handle the things that a first lady has to handle. It, it's just like, it's just like being the pastor. 
except he's respected and we're not. Mm. <clears throat> and I hate that. It's so true. And I hate that. I hate that. And that's why we have so many unhappy first ladies. Mm-hmm. Just unhappy, mad at the world. And they mad at the world because y'all, y'all out there treating them like I love my first lady. Actually, we don't even call her first lady, we call her co-pastor because she's the only lady up in up in Dominion and Glory. And I right. love I love her. Like I love that lady because like I just love her. Cause her role ain't easy. Just putting up with Erica, it ain't easy. And I mean, you like y'all have to undergird, you have to cover the man mm-hmm. of God when nobody else is covering. You're in that house with him warring on behalf mm-hmm. of the church and everything else. Mm-hmm. People just don't even get the weight that y'all carry and they have the peacemaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. So now where can they find Tea Time with Lady P? Um, I have been um, doing it here uh, at the church. That's where I am now. Um, but uh, the next one I'm looking at to have, uh, it won't be uh, until, uh, until January. So I have two different versions. I have one for the first ladies, and then um, I have uh, my annual uh, annual one is the one uh, right before Mother's Day, and and that's restoring um, relationship between mom and daughters, uh, sisters and sisters. Um, it's just like uh, bridging that gap, because you know in Titus Titus two it talks about the old women training the young women. Well, because of how society is today, it's more of the older women judging the younger women without giving them instruction. And so this is the thing, when you're training, training is not easy, it's messy. And it never comes um, in the form that you want it to come in. Because I can give you instructions and you can do what, what, what I asked you to do. But a lot of times because you don't do it just the way that I will do it. It's an issue. Mm. But the job got done. But you did it your way. Why? Because you're unique. And because God said he's doing a new thing. We ain't got to do it the way y'all did it way back yonder years. God said he's doing a new thing. Can we It's not to slight them, but it's more so of really accept me for who I am. I will, I will, I will take the teaching that you give me, and I will apply it to my life where it fits. Oh, I love, that. I love that. Well, I look forward. I'm not a first lady at this present moment, so I look forward to the event that comes around Mother's Day because that sounds like something I can fit in. Um, I don't know about that first lady life, but I know about her other life, especially because I'm a mother of three. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I also facilitate over our women's ministry. And um, I can definitely see where something that you are offering fits. Because mm-hmm. we have our, our, our seasoned saints, mm-hmm. our seasoned women of God. And then we have me, I'm in the middle. Right. And then we have the younger generation coming up. And the younger generation does church different than us. Mm-hmm. And, and they want you to be truthful and transparent. 
the, the days are, are gone where you just pray about it and give it to the Lord. Okay, I'm gonna pray about it, give it to the Lord, but what are the steps I do in between time? That that because 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 my Bible tells me faith without works is dead. But what's the work? Yeah. What's the work? There it is. If, I, if I'm praying, if I'm praying, so the, I love this analogy. If I, if I if I am praying for rain because we have not had rain. If I don't never take out my rain boots, my uh my my umbrella, or my raincoat, how am I prepared for what I'm praying for? We not. How 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 am I how am I lady in waiting? How do I wait? When my flesh is burning, how how do I handle it? Because prayer, prayer, okay. I'm gonna feel good while I'm in the presence of God, but but what what if Johnny start calling? What if he start texting? What if the oh, pop up? What if you do the pop up? How am I gonna restrain myself? You better pray. Yeah. The, the Holy Ghost in me is gonna tell me no, but have I died to my flesh enough that that when the Holy Spirit speaks, I obey? And not question like you know, Lord, I can do this, and I can go back and repent when He leaves. No, but it's building up that self worth. Mm-hmm. Then I'm worthy enough to say no. And if He can't handle my no, then that means what? He's not for me. He not the one. He not the one. And you know, it's, it's for me being single again. I get. Mm-hmm. It. I get it. Because I came out of a marriage where the bed was undefiled and now the bed is locked down while I'm in my waiting season. Let me tell you something. That don't just pray about it. Somebody better tell me something better. Because I remember my bishop when he said he was single and he was a young man when, and he was uh, he was working at Dudley's and he was flying all over the place to to the hair shows and stuff like that. He said, while everybody went out and was going out uh, partying and stuff like that, he was in the motel with the Gideon Bible holding on to the head post so my Lord keep me. Yeah. That so have we got to the point where we don't play with the fire? Mm. Just to see how high we can get it before we pull back. Straddling the fence. Not not going to the things that's gonna cause us to even think about slipping. That's a whole that's a whole other podcast book live stream. Because when I was dating, when I was dating, my house was off limits. His house was off limits. Yeah, because dating ain't even in the Bible, ma'am. I'm like, God, you can arrange mine. You know, back in the Bible day, they arranged. Listen, listen. Show me where he is. Show my fact, take their back. Show him where I am. Tell him to pull up. Pull up. Matter of fact, pull up over there and pass the hunts. So we can go ahead and get married. We got a date. You know what? And that's why people look at me crazy. But that's why I like the show Married at First Sight. Yep. Because really and truly, in the Bible, that's what it was, arranged marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date. I don't want to go through that. What's your favorite color? This, that, and the third. 
If, if you the one, let's just do like, like, yeah, I'm 51. I ain't got time to be wasting. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, I don't have no time to be wasting. Um, just pull up. Yeah, Miosha, just pull up. Hey, ladies, thank you for joining us. Let's see. We got a lot of people out here. Any questions for Lady P before we tap out? She has given us some amazing nuggets. I don't see questions, but boy, I see hands raising, clapping, <laughs> shouting. I see a little bit of everything. I see somebody get a little Holy Ghost dance on there. I see it all. And I'm telling y'all, Lady P has dropped the mic several times today. This was so needed and so necessary. Y'all have been in church all week. We had a pop-up revival. I don't okay. know to say it. Like, really and truly, it just happened. And we've been in revival all week. I stayed home today because I had some things that I had to get done for my business that was already on my schedule. Um, so I had to make it happen. But I'm telling you, you, I'm over here holding myself in this chair. Because that conversation had, we had that conversation Saturday, mm-hmm. sitting on the patio with the prophetess, talking about that very thing. That very thing, that waiting, mm-hmm. right? When we're co-mingling and coexisting and all these things with people that we're not supposed to, mm-hmm. right? We done slip tripped and fell in a bed and fell in a situation. Now we got soul ties and entanglements. And mm-hmm. let me you tell you what I did in my single season. You know what I did a lot of in my single season. Let's find out what I like. I dated me. Listen, brought her flowers, took her, took her on dates, favorite books. I did all that. And you know what? It's fun. I am thoroughly enjoying that part. Um, I'm going to go on my first solo trip really, really soon. Um, I'm going to do a local one here in Oklahoma. We have some amazing resorts and what have you. And then I'm going to take one outside of Oklahoma. But I am definitely um, going to be um, exploring all things Erica until Mr. arrives. And let me tell you, even with me being married, I still do that. What you need to. See, I didn't do that when I was married. Because Um, because with my first marriage, that's how I lost me. Yeah. I lost me in my my marriage. I lost me in my first marriage, in my only marriage. I lost me. Um, I lost me as a woman. So I became mm-hmm. his wife and I became their parents and I lost me. And so I am learning me. That's my niece, Michi and Wadidi mm-hmm. or Mia Moore. You know, she got many names. She did her first summit. Congratulations on the success of that Yay. summit. But I remember having an amazing conversation with her as I was entering, entering into my singleness. And we talked about that. And she poured into me one single woman to another. And um, I am learning that. For my first part of my season, I spent a lot of time alone because I needed to be alone. I needed to quiet. I needed to do my work. Now, um, I definitely am about that. I absolutely love fresh flowers. If I'm in, if I'm in town, there's always flowers mm-hmm. in my house, right? I, I, I travel mm-hmm. a lot with work, but if I'm here, there is flowers. And I am truly learning to love me mm-hmm. it wasn't until after i got after i got divorced where i really started loving flowers and i was getting them all the time through the marriage but it was just like okay oh but now i value 
flowers. Yeah. Cause you value yeah. you. That part. You value you. Cause I didn't know that me. I didn't know. I didn't know me in my first one. I was nineteen okay. when I got married. I didn't I was know me. You look like you're about twenty five now. So I'm trying to figure out where you put a first marriage in. You still look I'm like somebody now. But yeah, I didn't know me. <laughs> But I didn't know me. I didn't, I didn't know what I like. It was all about about the other person and what well, other know, people at, told me. At 19, you're not supposed to know who you are. I don't think you really, as a woman, begin to know who you are until you're in your 30s. Right? Until you're in your I 30s. Said my pivotal was 25, which my mom called it. She said, when you're 25, the things that you liked at 19, you tolerated at 19 and 20, you ain't gonna tolerate when you're 25. Maybe she said every five years, years, she said every five years you change. Wait that means you, you grow. When you turn 50, all bets is off, honey. All shenanigans got to go. <laughs> all to the shenanigans got to go. Your level of intolerance when you turn 50 is a whole nother level. Because she turned 50 and I was like, mm, try me if you want to. Pull up if, we, if, we, if you want to. Don't, don't, don't try to date. Don't, uh-uh. There's a bar. See, there's a bar mm -hmm. when it comes to dating me. And if you go below the bar, we ain't going to, ain't no date needed. Right there. We ain't even got to try. I'm just being honest. I did a whole podcast. I did, my fuck, I did a live stream. And it would say, it would say, Chili's is not a date. Two for 22 is not a date. And it's not. And it's not. For whatever <laughs> reason, if you think you're dating me, taking me to Chili's, it's not going to work. Because I'm not going to, I don't eat Chili's on my own diet. Mm -hmm. That's what I want myself to eat. And I'm not trying to say it's something wrong with chilies. It's just not what I do. I don't eat McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I don't eat chilies. I don't eat Whataburger, Taco Bell. I don't eat none of that stuff. So if that's what you're doing with me, it ain't going to work. And I'm not saying that you got to take me to Chili's. I'm just saying you can't take me to Chili's. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you got to break the bank. Don't spend your mortgage. Don't spend your car payment. But baby, what we're not going to do is we're not going to Chili's. Yeah, I don't like Chili's. Now, it's not happening. We're not going to Chili's. We're not going to TGIFs. We're not going to Applebee's. It's just certain places that I don't eat, period. Mm -hmm. So that's it. But God, look, look we done had three, four conversations there. We finna get off of here. Lady P, thank <laughs> you for having us. We so appreciate you bringing your vibe, your frequency, your knowledge, your heart. <laughs> Over to speak life with Erica Nicole. Um, just by the comments, I can tell everybody else is loving it. I'm loving having you here. I cannot wait to see you back. You gotta come back next year. You gotta okay. come back next year so we can just keep up with what's going on. We want to hear more about the things that you and your husband are doing. Cause I know if you're doing all this, he sure got some mm -hmm. things going on. But I'm excited to see um I'm trying to keep up with him. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep up with him. That's what's up. Well, I cannot wait um, to see what you do here in Oklahoma because you're needed and you're definitely necessary. So, guys, thank you for, for chiming in um, with the live edition episode. I want to say it's 65 or 67. I'm not sure. Let me go see. Let me let me quote this right. Ooh, we 67. <laughs> episode 67 of Speak Life with Erica Nicole. We are sitting down today with life coach, first lady, Lady P. And it has been amazing. So thank you. The audio will be dropping tomorrow on your podcast platforms. Y'all know we on Apple. Uh, we're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. So go listen, like, subscribe, 
leave a review because y'all know we need the reviews as well and we're also over on youtube so definitely definitely connect lady p it's been amazing thank you so much any last words for the people listening just show up for you Ooh. That, that that's the the biggest thing and, and and that you have to do it within god not self because what you do in god will last and self is fickle but God is eternal. And if you don't have God, get him. That, that, that's, that's your best thing to ever have in your life. Mm. I have nothing else to do. Good night, everybody. Have a good one.